Hey, it's Sunny, and this is Anxiety Diaries. Okay, so I have a lot of random thoughts here, and you know, I just kind of want to put them all out there in this platform and talk about it because I feel like no one talks about anxiety. Like, they talk about it, but like on podcasts, it's all, ooh, health and wellness, let's listen to some meditative sounds and like, let's relax and like interview celebrities but you know anxiety is a real problem people are real and we have real issues and you know what my anxiety takes me for a ride every day what causes my anxiety literally nothing I can just be standing there one day, I'll get up early in the morning, I'll do my makeup, do my hair, I'll be just chilling, getting ready for school, getting ready for work, and all of a sudden I just, it's like a switch just flips. I want to give like a short little story about my first anxious experience. Okay, so my first anxious experience, like, I had to have had it forever, but I had no idea. So, I'm studying abroad in Rome, Italy. It was this amazing opportunity. I was there for four months studying interior design. That's my major. I'm almost graduated. We go to Florence, Italy with my friend and her parents. And we're going to these dinners, we're going to these museums, we're seeing all these amazing things. And literally, I'm anxious. I just start bawling. Like, who does this shit? Like, who stands in the middle of a crowd of, like, people in the streets of Florence and and just starts bawling because you just don't know why. And, like, you just, I'm standing there with tears running down my cheeks. I'm, like, hyperventilating. I'm, like... What the fuck's going on? My friends are asking me, are you okay? Like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, I just feel so overwhelmed and I'm just crying and I don't know. And it's just dramatic. It's absolutely so dramatic. And I remember that night we went out to eat and for a lot of people, you know, you have coping mechanisms for these things and My coping mechanism at this time, since I didn't really know I had anxiety, was not good. I would literally just stuff my face. Like, food made me feel so good. So good. So, we're sitting there at this dinner, and we all have our own pizza, and, like, we're drinking some wine, just hanging out. Everyone's having, like, a good conversation. Meanwhile, I'm fucking sitting in the corner, just, like, stuffing my face with cheese and pizza drinking my wine and i'm like honestly i think everyone thinks i'm just drunk at this point but i'm literally just so anxious that i'm just sitting there wigging out i'm just like literally losing my shit but a good question is how do you handle your anxiety in a healthy way for me i like to breathe deeply Sometimes I'll just sit there, like if I'm in bed, if I'm in my car, wherever I'm at, deep breathe in through the nose and out. This helps because my heart sometimes feels like it's like fucking beating out of my chest. It's just terrible. It's terrifying. It's awful. 
And so I just sit there and I breathe. And a lot of times that helps. So I don't know, sometimes doodling can help if you're just like doing that or if you focus on the feeling of something, like feeling a blanket, if it's soft, feeling something rough. It's just, you know, I don't know, that one's not great. I like to repeat the positives in my head too sometimes because, you know, sometimes I go down the deepest, darkest rabbit holes and I'm literally sitting there thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna get COVID, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna, I don't know, I'm gonna drop out of school, I'm gonna fail, I'm never gonna get a job, I'm gonna be so broke, I'm gonna live on the streets, I'm gonna be cold and homeless, and I'm gonna fail at everything. I mean, shit happens in life, but is that realistic? Am I gonna sit there and be fucking homeless? No. My parents will help me. I mean, not everyone's do, and I understand that, but if you have people in your life, if you're not pushing people away, you have someone that's going to help you. So, like, me thinking I'm going to just fail. Mind you, I am, like, really good student, actually. Like, not trying to brag or anything like that. I mean, I've always done well in school. It's never needed to be a concern. But all of a sudden, oh, my God, I'm going to fail this class. I'm going to fail out of this semester. I'm going to fail out of college. I'm never going to get a job. I'm going to work at fucking Wendy's. And, you know... It just, it's a deep, 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 dark rabbit hole, and it's absolutely terrifying, and if anyone has anxiety, you know what I'm talking about, you just, you know. Sometimes my ways of handling my anxiety, they're not great. Sometimes I literally will come home, like, let's say I go to class for a day, and I come home, and I'm just like, super anxious. I literally feel like I can't do anything. I will crawl in a ball on my bed with all my clothes, my jeans, like uncomfortable clothes, my makeup, my hair still done, everything. And I just like shut my eyes and I just cry. (laughs) I don't know. That's obviously not a good way to deal with it. But you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Going back to the Rome story, comfort food. So, when I was in Rome, my mom, you know, we didn't have the same foods and, like, snacks in Rome as we did here in the United States. So, my mom would, like, send me a care package or different care packages, and she literally sent me ranch packets, a huge jar of peanut butter, fruit snacks, a bag of Chex Mix, Pop-Tarts, and what was the last thing? Oh, yeah. Reese's. Like, Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> None of these are healthy, mind you. And so, I would mix my ranch packets with the sour cream or, like, you can do it with Greek yogurt. And it literally makes, like, this ranch, like, chip dip. And I would be just sitting there with a bag of potato chips that I found at the local grocery store. Scooping. Like, scooping heaps of this (laughs) sour cream onion dip stuffing my face full of it it's like absolutely disgusting i would be laying in my bed crumbs everywhere looking like i got hit by a fucking truck because my eyes are swollen from crying (laughs) and i'm just mowing down these chips and 
you know, I think it's important to point out actually that I, at this point, didn't really know I had anxiety. I knew something was wrong. I knew I missed my family. You know, I was in Rome for four months. I was away from my family, away from friends. I was away from my boyfriend of the time. I was away from everything and anything that gave me comfort. And so these potato chips saved my life at that point in time. That's absolutely ridiculous, but I'm just sitting there shoving my face full of chips and it's, and I didn't know. I didn't know I had anxiety. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know what to do. I was just on my own. When I finally came home from Rome and I, you know, I saw a doctor and get forward. (laughs) Now, I don't do this and I don't recommend doing this often, but I literally sometimes if you're just feeling so overwhelmed, I just pop that Xan and go right to sleep. Honey, nothing else makes you feel better than just taking a Xan and snoozing away all of your anxiety. I don't know how many times I have done this and that's kind of terrifying and terrible to say, but you know, it's reality. Sometimes it's the only thing that works. If you need to, take your Zans and sleep, only if you have a prescription. So I just realized, I haven't said anything about how, like, what triggers my anxiety. And, you know, I think this is really different for a lot of people. Like, some people know the exact root, and typically, I don't know it. I feel like sometimes it's just things build on each other and make me super like nervous and anxious it's just like everything is constantly playing in the back of my mind like what's wrong what's wrong and um what are you worried about there's this to think about you need to do this you have to do that i feel like sometimes i have a hard time compartmentalizing um from the exterior i might seem like i have it all together but at the same time i'm sitting there thinking oh my god, I, I emailed this person wrong, I, I, I spelled this wrong, or I said it in a way that I shouldn't have, and I just overanalyze and nitpick these things so hard to the point of me literally losing my mind. I Sometimes I have to try and avert my attention almost. I just have to like think about something else. Oh, you have this assignment due, but you also emailed this person this thing. But sometimes you have to literally sit down and I actually do remember this one thing from therapy (laughs) do it now, do it later list. So basically you write down the things that you're worried about right now. What do you need to get done right now? Let's say I need gas in my car because I have to go to work in the morning, but I also am super worried about getting project done and I don't know. I need to do my laundry or something like that. Well, what's more important, getting my laundry done or getting gas for my car when I need to go to work? Pick and choose, like weigh your battles. And so I think putting on that list, oh, I need to get gas right now, but yeah, I need to get my clothes done, but I don't have to do that right now. I can put that off. I can put that on my do it later list. And it almost makes you feel like, okay, that's okay. Since it's on my list for later, I don't have to do it right now. I don't have to worry about it right now. I just need to focus on the one task that I need to do. And I think this is honestly a really good strategy. Wow. Health. I Yeah, that sounded healthy. Okay. But back to my triggers. 
that was kind of a loop, but such random things trigger me, honestly. Let's say I wake up and I'm super excited for iced coffee. I go to Dunkin', I get that iced coffee with a little bit of caramel, a little bit of almond milk. I take a nice big swig of it and I just taste instantly just like syrup and cream. Because, you know, they fucked it up. That happens. Like, it, it shit happens. <laughs> Sometimes that will make or break my day. I know that sounds ridiculous to say. You know, honestly, there's people out there that are like, oh, you need to look at the positive side. It, your mentality is all about how you handle things. But sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes I'll take that sip and I just taste that awful taste of just straight cream like there's no coffee and I instantly just get so frustrated and upset I will feel so dizzy and like out of it I feel like I'm gonna pass out that's so ridiculous it's a fucking cup of coffee get your shit together but you know it happens honestly it's if anything goes wrong it can be the smallest thing and it's so dumb but when you have anxiety, these things feel like life-altering things. It's terrifying. It's terrible. And, you know, I've had so many conversations with, like, my roommates about it, with my parents, with my current boyfriend, and it's just, I think it's amazing to talk about it and go back to my saying that no one really has an anxiety podcast. No one talks about it in a real way. No one, I don't know, connects with their audience about it. It's normally just like meditation. Sometimes you do things wrong. Sometimes you have to deal with things in an unhealthy way. That's just, that's just what you do. We're human beings. We can't always be like, oh, I'm getting anxious. I'm going to go take deep breaths and take a break and write down all the positive things in my life. No, sometimes you have a mental freak out, you pop that fucking Xan and you go take a nap. That's just what has to happen. I really think we need more people in the world that can talk about it, especially at this point in our lives. COVID, just everything going on right now. COVID is terrible. It sucks. We've been sitting in our room, sitting by ourselves forever, and, you know, quarantining literally, like, what do you have to wake up for? I fucking wake up, I do some work, and then I drink some coffee. So, a little disclaimer here. I have a dog, her name is Piper, and in this next little bit of audio, you can hear her just, like, throwing her bone on the floor. So just a little FYI at that little noise in the background, you know, it's COVID. We're at home with our dogs and we love it. I don't know. I'm going to admit it. 2021 is not any greater at this point. I just want to do normal things. I want to know that there is an end. I want to know that my loved ones are going to be safe. And... I think more people need to talk about this like realistically. We have to talk about how we have those good days, how we have those bad days. And it's just, it's nice to hear from other people because it's nice to know that you're not alone. I think anyone going through a mental illness, whether it's anxiety, depression, eating disorder, anything, 
you need to know that there's other people that you are not alone. So I want to give you guys a little background on who I am. And I think the best way to start this is to explain my past two years. Um, It's been kind of a wild ride. I think that it has really just turned me into who I am today. It's really affected my life and kind of turned around my thinking into putting myself first and doing what I need to do in order to be okay and in order to thrive, honestly. So we're going to flash back a couple years. Um, 2019, I went to Rome to study abroad and that was one of the most challenging years of my life. It was the most challenging experience, but it was the most rewarding at the same time. I had to learn how to do so many things for myself. I had to learn how to travel by myself, to worry about myself in different situations, and to be aware of my surroundings at all times. So while I was in Rome, um, that's when I kind of developed my anxiety. And it was honestly really hard. It was one of those things that made me think maybe I should come home. And I'm really glad I didn't. I stuck through it. I, you know, I called my mom randomly all the time fucking crying because I didn't know what to do. I missed my family. I didn't have my normal support system. But I think that that was one of the most rewarding things. I learned how to deal with my emotions and my problems on my own. And I learned how to kind of cope with that situation. So when I moved back to Iowa, lovely old Iowa, things were super different. Um, I literally just stayed home forever because I just, I was so anxious all the time and I wanted to be with my family. And honestly, that was great. But coming back from Rome, it was almost like another shock. It was culture shock going there and it was like reverse culture shock coming home. And that was just really hard. It was just really hard to revert back to my normal ways. And so I would go, I went back to college. I moved back to my college town into a house and then I, you know, I was having panic attacks a lot of the time. I was having a lot of anxiety And I thought, you know, what could help me? And I really kind of dug into that. And I decided, you know, a dog, something like a companion might help me. I had read so many articles about dogs or animals or whatever, just being another support system. You know, as much as you support the dog, they support you as well. So I really wanted to do this. I wanted to take this step. I had a boyfriend of the time that I had been dating for like two years. So I talked to him. We had like a full-on conversation about it and he agreed. We wanted to get this dog. I looked online. I found the perfect dog, a Labradoodle. We had names picked out. The two names were Daisy or Piper. Super cute. And then we had to kind of plan the future Um, I was supposed to be moving in with him in the summer 
and we had to talk to his landlord. We had to like find out if I could move in, what the rent would be like, what it would be like to make a pet deposit, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I, you know, I trusted him that he was going to find that information and he never did. So here I am, I want a dog, but my boyfriend randomly changed his mind and says, no, can't afford it. And didn't even ask his landlord if I could move in when I'm supposed to be moving in in like two months. What am I supposed to do? This was the best decision I ever made. I got the dog. I bought her myself and I said, you know what? I'm doing this for myself. So fast forward to March, I'm getting a dog and COVID hits. The world literally just came like crumbling down. No one knew it was going to happen. It was just so many questions. What if this happens? What's going to happen next? What do we do? And I decided to move home with my parents because... I didn't have a lease for the summer. Um, I got out of my lease for the end of the school year and I ended up doing classes online. I had my dog, I had my family, my support system and things were great. And that's when I realized I can't do this anymore. And I broke up with my boyfriend. So that was a crazy little saga because then I'm sitting there thinking like, oh shit where am I going to live? So I get on Facebook, I go to this little group, like roommate search group, and I'm like furiously typing, I need roommates, help, please, whatever. And I find three random roommates, decide to move in with them. And that was one of the best decisions also that I've ever made. During this summer, I started texting this guy from my past and that was also one of the best decisions of my life things started going great we went on dates we hung out all the summer he loved my dog loved my family we have so much fun together and honestly it was an amazing summer even though we couldn't go anywhere we couldn't really do anything we made the best with what we had and I learned to do different activities that would keep me busy, that I liked to do, that really allowed me to be who I am. I did little projects at home with my family. We did some like work on the house. And yeah, it was honestly really great. I hung out with my siblings. I went on walks with my dog. So flash forward to August. August rolls around, I move in with my new roommates. Everything was great. My roommates were great, they loved my dog. And my boyfriend would, well, he's now my boyfriend. He lived in another city because he was going to a different college. So we would go to each other's houses or apartments every other weekend. You know, he would come here one weekend, I would go to his house. And we would hang out, have a good time, whatever. You know, even though it's COVID, things were still, you know, they were pretty good. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot to even mention, during the summer, I was supposed to be getting an internship. 
I was a junior in interior design. In order to pass the interior design whatever requirements, I needed to have an internship at an interior design firm, had to have an NCIDQ certified um, interior designer, and with COVID, that just wasn't going to happen. No one was hiring. I had so many interviews and it just didn't work out. And I felt honestly so awful because all of my friends had internships. Even though half of our class didn't have internships, all my friends did. And I was the only one. I felt so terrible. I felt like a failure. But flash forward back to moving into college again this fall, I decided to just search. I searched high and low for an internship. I emailed so many people. I called so many people and I finally found someone that was willing to do a winter internship since we had two months of Christmas break instead of one that we normally had. So I began this internship and it was an amazing experience. I'm so glad I did that. And that's when I knew, you know, everything happens for a reason. If I wouldn't have gone to Rome, I wouldn't have, you know, gotten anxiety. I wouldn't have gotten my dog. I wouldn't have broken up with my ex-boyfriend. I wouldn't have texted this guy from my past. And I wouldn't have gotten this interview. It's just everything played out in such an amazing way. And I'm so thankful for it now. And I can finally say since I had that internship, I was offered a full-time position. So when I'm graduating in May, I have a job to go to. And that's just a super exciting thing. And I'm super excited for the future. My current boyfriend and I are looking for apartments. Um, We found one that we really like and that is close to my job. Everything works out for a reason. I just can't stress that enough. Sometimes the hard things are just there to propel you into the future. So yeah, that's my little story. I just wanted to share that because for some people that are really struggling with any kind of mental illness, it's really hard to see the good in things. And it's really hard to know that things are going to get better but I promise they will. Sometimes you have to go through those hard things because it's it's preparing you for the future. It's propelling you into that next thing. It's kind of like, honestly, manifestation. If I would have gotten an internship that summer, I would have never been looking for the perfect internship in the winter. I wouldn't have manifested this great experience and I would never have gotten a full-time offer. And that's an amazing feeling.